When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyway, I had two really great co-hosts on this program yesterday. I chose them both because they are both great. Republican Andrew Giuliani and Democrat Laura Curran. Laura was just on Fox News. I believe Fox and Friends breaking down yesterday's big election day. And she's set to hop on again with me right now. It's funny. We kept talking all morning yesterday about this red wave. All three of us, really. And my friend Ralph Napolitano just sent me a text, Laura, and he said, more like a red puddle. It's pretty accurate, yes? Yes, uh, very much so. First of all, good morning. Um, good morning. So, yeah, it, it's kind of a mixed bag. And I think we were all expecting some sort of cleansing answer. What is the will of the people? Where are we as a country? And we didn't really get that answer. We got a little bit of this here, a little bit of that there. We got a lot of uncertainty and a lot of close races, especially those those four that you just mentioned, those Senate races. Now, the New York scene was very interesting. So Kathy Hochul, as I predicted, won uh, by about five points. But we saw all four congressional seats on Long Island go red. Now, we had two blue, two red. Now it appears that we're going to have uh, four red, including two that, you know, Biden won by a significant amount, which is interesting. So my concern, Sid, is that this national narrative that the Republicans have campaigning against Democrats, it paints with such a broad brush that it kind of wipes out the Democrats that don't necessarily fit that description. You know, Long Island kind of cultivates moderate Democrats, and we're seeing two really good candidates, Laura Gillen, who we talked about, and Robert Zimmerman. Um, looks like uh, Zimmerman, that has been called. Santos is the winner. And the Laura Gillen, she's 48-51, not called yet, but, you know, it's not looking too great no. for her. Yeah, they're both going to lose. Um, and um, I don't know them, but I do appreciate what you're saying, and I trust you. But they are both going to lose. Look, at the end of the day, this is still a station that uh, most of the listeners, the overwhelming majority, as you know, wanted the red wave yesterday. That's what they want to hear this morning. And they're going to get the House, the Republicans. If Herschel Walker wins that runoff, they're going to barely get the Senate. But what if he doesn't? What if, in fact, they don't get right? the Senate? I mean, I mean, right? Jesse Waters was on TV two nights ago talking about 54, maybe 55 seats. What if yeah. he doesn't? Yeah, my prediction was 51 uh, for Republicans, but it might not happen. We could end up with more division and more uncertainty after after the shouting's done. Um, and, and, you know, I know that your audience is, is very leaning Republican, looking for this red wave, expecting a red wave because of the passion. Um, so I appreciate you having me on and kind of giving the different perspective. As a moderate Democrat, and, you know, the concern is, is the national narrative kind of wiping out these moderate Democrats? We saw Tim Ryan in Ohio, another moderate, sensible Democrat, lose. And I'm wondering if it's this grand national narrative that's hurting 
that will, uh, you know, sort of weaken the party. Well, when, when, you say, when, when, part of it. when you say moderate Democrat, for folks that don't understand what that means, I'll, I'll give you yeah. an example. Uh, you, for example, when you were the Nassau County executive, you were tough on crime. You were, or you were never for defunding the police or any of right. that. Is that right. basically your definition of a moderate Democrat? Yeah. Yes, and and fiscally responsible. So Robert Zimmerman is a small business owner. He's concerned about taxes. He's going to understand how people feel about this. Laura Gill and both Laura Gillen and him, very supportive of the police. Absolutely understand the importance of public safety uh, politically, but also governmentally, and would have put policies in place to make sure that happens. But because the city narrative, which is much more to the left, kind of won the day. That was great for the governor. She won. God bless her. But for the moderate Democrats in the suburbs outside of the city, it's a bit of a different story. And I'm wondering if this continues to evolve this way, if people might just abandon the parties in general. We'll have we have a growing number of people who are in the middle and aren't registering for either party. Uh, And I wonder if it will divide us more as well. I think that may end up being the case. I really do, because the divide is not getting any smaller the divide is widening. So you have people in New York today that have been texting me all morning. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I'm finished. I've got a place in Florida. I'm moving. I've got a place in Las Vegas. I'm moving. I've got a place in San Antonio, Texas. I'm moving. And then you have Democrats who say, look, you see what? These are good people. They have figured it out. These are the right people to move yeah. forward. This is what progress looks like right here in New York City. It is unbelievable. You know what it's like, Laura? It's like watching the same football game and coming away with two completely different opinions on who the winner was. When, in fact, there was a final score. That's politics in New York and across the that country today. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me sad to hear of people who are going to leave because those who can leave have money. And they're going to take their tax dollars with them. And so how, you know, the state has a huge budget. How are you going to fund all these programs if all the rich folks are leaving? Well, that's, that's what I, that's what I don't really get. No, that's what I don't get. When Kathy Hochul was beating her chest during the debate with Lee Zeldin, I said to Lee the day after, I said, the one point you should have driven home ten times, ten times, or, hey, Kathy, if things are going so well here in New York, why do we leave the country in people leaving? Give me an answer. Well, that was definitely one of his talking points that he brought up over and over and over. And, of course, we see DeSantos. That was not an ambiguous win, by the way. And that'll be interesting to see how that factors with the whole Trump factor. Um, but, but DeSantos talks about it as well. Like, yeah, come to Florida. We love you, rich people of means. <laughs> You're welcome here. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's, a tough, that's, that's a tough narrative, especially for the progressive Democrats. All right. So uh, you mentioned the George Santos likely victory. Uh, also, no, that it, one was declared. That one was declared. That's a win. The okay, winner. right. Yeah. Uh, is that the one, Laura, looking back at yesterday that surprised you the most? Because I think you thought Zimmerman had a real shot yeah, to win that. Yeah, I really did. He's he's well liked. He's liked by Republicans. Uh, but I think it was again this national narrative. Oh, they want to throw your grandmother in the subway and they want to give away all your money and all this stuff. That's not this guy. Small business owner. A uh, sensible law and order kind of person. Yes, he's he's progressive, not progressive, but he's he's a Democrat when it comes to taking care of people and being, you know, all that stuff. But he's not this crazy leftist that he get, that Democrats are now are now portrayed with with this broad brush. If you're waking up this morning and you're a Democrat, when you're waking up, I should say, 
And again, the expectation was this huge red wave, maybe 53, 54 seats in the Senate. Now we may have to yeah. wait till December 6th just to see who gains control of the Senate. The House yeah. we knew was going red. But the governor, Hochul, wins here in New York. Carrie Lake may end up losing out in Arizona. Yeah. So if you wake up this morning and you're a Democrat, when you wake up again, uh, you yeah. have to feel pretty good. Yes? I think I think there's a big sigh of relief. It wasn't as bad as people thought. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. Uh, let's see. What will be interesting to see now is now as all the bean counters come out and see who voted, what demographics voted for what. Was the turnout high? Was the turnout low? You know, like the turnout in the city was very low compared to other elections. So what does that mean? Uh, are people unmotivated or is it just a few that are calling the shots? You know, back when all the, the sort of the, the nerdy stuff happened. But right now, I think people were waiting for a, a, a very big question to be answered, and it hasn't been answered. And there is a feeling of kind of meh, mixed bag. Yeah. What does it all mean? I guess so if you're Joe Biden or any of these people in the White House this morning. Relief. Yeah, very a relief. Huge relief, right? Huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the fact that there was not this red wave, especially in the Senate or in the House of Representatives, we don't have an answer. That tells you, you know, this is going to embolden the Biden administration. They're going to say, look, guys, we're not as bad as you thought we were. You know, we got the juice. We got the mojo. Some of my best friends who are staunch Republicans and really upset this morning, really upset, are now blaming Donald Trump for this yeah. loss. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because a lot of the folks that he was supported, okay, Vance won, but a lot of the other folks that he supported did not win. Oz, uh, we don't know about Masters, uh, the other guy in Ohio. Masters lost. Walker yeah. is gonna, may lose too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, and then DeSantis and Abbott, two governors, won by significant amounts. Right. Uh, the fact that Miami-Dade went red uh, under DeSantis is a really big deal. That gives him the macho swag that Trump can't really own right now. However, Trump being Trump, he'll find a way to get no, it of course. back. No, of course. So, so, do, so, are you DeSantis saying that? You, do, do you agree really with? Good. Do you agree with these people who are blaming these losses on Trump, saying things like DeSantis is just better for the party? Donald Trump continues to hurt us. Do you agree with that? To me, people I talk to, who even people who like Trump are like, you know, I think we need a new direction. He did a great job. We like him for this and we like him for that. But it's time for him to move along and, and, and get someone else in there that doesn't bring the drama, that can actually win a race and then operate the government if he wins. So after watching yesterday's results, Laura, are yes. you even considering going back into politics? <laughs> <laughs> I have no plans and I have no desire to go back into politics, but life is funny. You never know. Something may change. But if you're asking me right now, uh, I'm really happy not to be in there. Yeah, doing this. It's, a, it's a blood sport. You got to raise a ton of money. Um, it's fun. It's exciting. And it, you can make a positive change. Like, let's not forget that part of it. Public services is a beautiful thing because you can actually do good things for people. And that's a blessing. Uh, and if I were to ever go back, that would be the motivation. And you won. You certainly did win, but you lost, too. Last time around, Bruce Blakeman got the win. So you can really identify with what Lee Zeldin is probably feeling yeah. right now. I know he's, yeah. I'm not conceding. We got mail-in votes. We're still going to yeah. win this. That's but all nonsense. Back. What's he really he's feeling right now? It's hard. It's a letdown. He's got to, I mean, he's got to feel good about the race that he ran and that he came very close. And, you know, maybe this catapults him nationally as well. But it's hard. It, it's a real blow because you have such adrenaline. You raise all that money. You get all the excitement. You get great press. You have the momentum. And then, you know, you come short. It, it, it hurts. And Kathy's got to be feeling fantastic right now. You know, she always said, 
I'm used to being underestimated, and she was yeah. underestimated, and now she's a victor. Well, so, there are moral you know, victories. I guess there are moral victories in politics. You know, Lee did win a great race, and he did lose by a small percentage compared to where he started. And I guess there were some down-ballot people that may have actually won because of Lee. I guess I don't exactly. know. Right. I so there was. Island, yeah. I think on Long Island that is absolutely the case, since he's a Long Island guy. Right, right. So Which is maybe why victories. we saw was yeah. why we saw those four seats all go one way. Yeah. Well, listen, you were great with me and Andrew yesterday. Thank you so much for a great appearance oh, again that this was morning. Fun. Yeah, that I was really fun. Yes. It. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. All thanks right. For, enjoy. Thanks for inviting on a Democrat. I think it's you I think it. it's, uh, shows you're open minded. Well, I appreciate that. I am open minded. Thank you, Laurie. You're terrific. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's a great job right there. Former Nassau County Executive Laura Curran, fresh off co-hosting the show with me and Andrew Giuliani yesterday, an appearance on Fox News this morning. Don't forget, she's got a very popular podcast here on the Red Apple Podcast Network, Cut to the Chase. And I think Laura does a pretty good job.